to what yeah. I saw against Clemson than it was Missouri. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I, I, I've seen this team grow. BC, appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, Thanks for coming next. Bleed Tech Blue for Puffy. Thank you for coming in. For Taves, Fox, we'll see you tomorrow for another edition of The Company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. October 1st, the world's most exciting combat sport, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, makes its anticipated debut at the Fan Yuen Coliseum. With gold on the line. See your hometown superstar, Quentin the Hero Henry, try to shove the mouth of arrogant champion Lorenzo the Juggernaut Punch and take his title. Plus 11 other electrifying Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship brawls on October 1st at the Fan Yuen Coliseum. Get your tickets now at BKFC.com. That's BKFC.com. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. BC, Beck Hage, John Tabor, Bleed, Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. For over 100 years, LNB has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. Of course, you can get us O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line 888 Louisiana Tech falls 48-20 on the road at number 5 Clemson Saturday night. Going to break it down over the next 90 minutes while previewing South Alabama with Craig Stevenson of AL.com and really uh, take a look into some things that Louisiana Tech must do better. Um, Not only if they want to win this weekend against a really good Jaguar team down in Mobile, uh, 
uh, but also find success throughout the remainder of the year. Uh, but first off, Beck Haynes, good evening, sir. Good evening, BC. Good to be here. Uh, this is five straight weeks for you? Yeah. No bye weeks on the horizon either. So It's good to hear. Good to hear. I don't want to jinx myself, but... I figure we're getting close good. to a uh, fall break for the children. I didn't know if you were going to no, go off the grid. No, no. no. It was stay within a... Uh, reach of rust new year new me bc trying to stay You're, committed uh, uh, new coaching staff <laughs> new, new coaching st- hey, so you that's, ride. The, that's the dang you ain't riding the roller coaster if no Comby more, deserves baby. anything it's my loyalty on a tuesday night it's the least i can do that is the least you can do um looking at this clemson i guess we got to talk about it first obviously it feels like uh the big storyline off the field outside of the game against clemson if you haven't heard i don't know <laughs> where you've been uh, but Brian Brzee, uh, his sister passed away, 15 years old, brain cancer before the Louisiana Tech game last week. Sonny Cumbie uh, comes out pregame in the Ella Strong shirt. The entire Tech team, along with Cumbie and his coaching staff, write a letter uh, to the Brzee family. Caught a ton of positive na- national publicity, uh, not only following the game, but really in the three days that have ensued after uh, really incredible gesture by Louisiana Tech. And it's like Sean said on the sports, it makes you proud uh, to be in a Louisiana Tech alum. Yeah, it really does. And it's it's one of those things, you know, obviously Cumbie and, and the players didn't do it for the media attention, but Absolutely. really just to, yeah. just to give support to the Breesey family. But it is, uh, it doesn't, Ben, it doesn't hurt as far as um, just feeling feeling like that was the right move. And that was a really classy thing to do. You know the Breesey family's going through unimaginable heartbreak. And any support from those you know or those you don't means a great deal. So I was just uh, I was happy to see that, but I was happy for the Breesey family uh, that that they got some support in a really tough time. Um, and and uh, but really proud of Cumby and and the, and the team for for doing that. But like you said, it's been a been a storyline for the past. Uh, and like you said though, I, I think you made the, an important piece. Like as proud as we are, as proud as you know, fans of Louisiana Tech are. It isn't why. Sonny Cumbie and his team did this. Like right. they did this because at the end of the day, like they're good people. Right. Like, like they're and Julian Lewis said it today at the press conference. Redshirt freshman receiver out of Georgia. Like, like there, there's more to football than just football. Like it's about being a good person, and that's kind of where this stemmed from. And like, listen, when you're in the heat of battle, when you're preparing for a game on Saturday, like. We know, like, it's not easy to make time for some of these things. I think the most important thing is, obviously, you did a tremendous deed, but, like, this is also Sonny Cumbie teaching his team about what it's like to be an adult, what it's like to be a good person, what it's like to show care for one. Like, doing little things like that is, you know, it's probably even more significant than you know, just simply writing the letter. Yeah, you got to believe that's going to stick with a lot of those guys. You got to remember yeah, that. And moment. there's a there's a group of coaches that are pretty outspoken about hey, like football is second compared to like my job is is teaching these uh, these guys to become men. And so yeah. Dabo is definitely one of those guys. Coach Cumbie is one of those guys. Um, so anytime, I and mean, this is why we love one of the reasons we love sports. You, know? you love and stories like this. You love yeah. stories like that. Um, unfortunately, the the circumstances that that transpired for this to happen are, are really tragic but uh but but all you can ask for is just support for the Breesey family and, and really really prayers. happy yeah. that the Bulldogs could could do that no doubt so getting to the game you know Louisiana Tech we talked last week like we didn't know what to expect we, we had seen Clemson play the first couple of weeks of the year 
was it the smoothest of performances against both Georgia Tech and Furman? I think you could probably say the same thing about Louisiana Tech with how they fared on the road at Missouri. You know, you had some decent moments, but you weren't ever really in that football game. Uh, you know, especially from the second quarter on, you blast an SFA team. They're probably getting blasted by Ruston High School, let's be honest. And, you know, what do you expect? I thought early the energy inside Memorial Stadium Stadium was remarkable. Like, you could feel the buzz. You could feel that first night game. You, you could feel how bad they wanted to play well. And, you know, they get the early field goal. Tech doesn't exactly play well the first couple of drives offensively. I know they picked up a couple of first downs. But, you know, once they finally settled in, this is a really good football game in the first half. If Tech could, could have converted in the red zone, I'm talking touchdowns, like, you could have really had Clemson on their heels versus just a 13-6 to game at the half. Right, and we, we talked about this after the postgame show, but for Tech to stick around in a game like that, it's really got to be, like, everything's got to go your way. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we definitely had chances. Um, Tech kind of has to play out of their mind. Clemson kind of has to have some bad breaks. Like, that, But that happens. We saw it, it last happen. week, yeah. you know. But, I, I mean, I, I was thinking this week, as a fan, you know, like, I haven't really heard anything negative. And I can't tell if it's just everybody's so freaking happy that we have Coach Cumbie here and we're just giving them, not passes, but it's just, I mean, this is a weird start of the season. It's Two a of your first three games. Air. Well, really, all three of your first three games are, are super lopsided. Yeah. And so I think, I don't think anybody, I'm actually kind of proud of the Tech fan base for not jumping to conclusions. I mean, I, I think they recognize, okay, you know, Missouri and, and Clemson are, are really tough teams. SFA, not so tough. Uh, but I think you're just you're you're just trying to grab anything you can from these first three games to learn from and to see who who your players are who's who's at least doing their job. I mean, you may get beat because you're not the best athlete, but did you do the right thing? And well, are, and, and I I think that's a great point because like as obviously the final score ends at forty eight twenty. Obviously, the the quarter that everybody points to in this football game and it, it sounds kind of. I don't know. I feel weird saying this because no one expected Louisiana Tech to be in the game. But let's be honest for a sec. It was a 13-6 to game at the half. You had the ball coming out of the half. You turned the ball over three times in a row. Three possessions in a row. Two of them were backed up in your own end. Yeah. And you end up going down 34-6. to And I understand your point about nobody's saying a whole lot of negative. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like... You want to be a good football team? And listen, I'm not saying the expectations should be crazy for this team by any means. You're 3-9 and nine a year ago. We get that. But like, you can't make f- turnovers on the road and expect to win. Right. Like, you're not going to. I don't, if it's third and 20, like, hand the ball off, throw it out of bounds, punt the football. Because, let's be honest, DJ wasn't playing that well. Like, he wasn't. Tech was moving the football. Like, couldn't score in the red zone at times. Had the one receiver pass where he threw an interception. Now, at the at the flip side of that, yes, I was hella proud for thirty four to six, and you get back to thirty four twenty. Like we've seen that moment over the years. Kind of tuck your tail between your legs and go back home and like get an early shower. Like that ain't what this team did. Like yeah, I'm proud of that. But at the same time, I'm kind of ticked off. Like. Like, you had a chance right there. Yeah, at what point do you start – yeah, do you stop making excuses and be like, hey, you can't – I know we had a backup center. Like, cool, we played hard. Yeah, like, but I you can't it. snap the ball. Yeah, like, 
That's just a miscommunication, and it's like, oh, it's just one little thing. But that's a big error, you know. Well, and it's, and the, the trick play interception. I like, can understand. Yeah, that you went for it. I got bit. it. That's but fine. Back to the the bad snap. Yeah, your backup center. And I saw a lot of Tech fans saying, "Oh man, the game's not looking respectable." You don't know what that's for. Like a difference between a three touchdown loss and a four touchdown loss. Like, like so what? Like you said, at what point? And I'm not saying you should beat Clemson. I'm not. But, like, if you want to shock somebody, like, let's be honest for a sec. Like, Parker McNeil, you've been in college for a while. Like, third and 20, you can't throw it to the other team. And I ain't banging on him. Did have, like, six balls batted down at 6'6", six, six, but... Like, you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, like I am... Pr- there are There were moments in this game that were extremely encouraging for Louisiana Tech. I came out of this game like, all right, it's probably bowl team. Like, I feel a little more optimistic. At the same time, it's like, like, I'm not banging on Clemson, but that might be one of the worst number five teams in the country we've seen no in a doubt. long time. Yeah. It, it feels like a missed opportunity to at least be closer, you know? And, yeah, like, and, you had a chance. Yeah, and some, like, some of the mistakes that were made were not that complicated. They weren't forced no, mistakes. No, it's not because we just got blown up because they're better athletes. It's no. Like, we really are just shooting ourselves in the foot. Now, coaches love to take that and spin it positively and say, guys, we didn't get dominated. We beat ourselves. No, you can spin it, absolutely. I mean, you can. You watch the film this week. It's like, hey, like Clemson. I know, do but nothing you can, does. You can spin it positive, but at the same time, it's like that, that's like I'm a little discouraged that we're still we're still making these mistakes. No, absolutely. Yeah, like like at what point do you grow up? Like we made the same mistakes two weeks like ago. Like if you're SFA, Missouri, and you got a little bus ride home, two and a half hours, you're not feeling too great. You got dominated. I wouldn't feel too you're, great. You're if I was tech playing flying tech. home from Clemson. You're like, well, we had our chances to keep it close, and then something crazy happened, and we made some big mistakes on our side. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, like there was a lot of encouraging performances offensively, defensively. Uh, but as we'll talk about as we get later into the show, it's like we're three games into this thing, one and two. You said on the post game show Saturday night exactly where you thought you were going to be. Whether you thought we'd get there with two 28-point losses and a 35-point win, I don't care. You're not winning a whole lot of football games giving up 250 yards rushing right. per game. Not winning a whole lot of football games with eight turnovers every three games. Not winning a whole lot of football games averaging .3 yards a carry. You know what I'm saying? Like There are things that are in I, – I guess that's one of the things that I can look at in a positive light. There are a lot of things – that Louisiana Tech can fit. Like, it's not a talent deficiency. It's an execution deficiency. Like, you can run the football better. Like, you're not a bad blocker. You you allowed four quarterback pressures in four quarters to one of the top defensive lines in the country. Like, like you are more than capable of opening holes in a run game. You'll get a, get a real chance this week against a likewise, same, similar, talented team as South Alabama. Like, it is what it is. Like, I, do I sound ticked off tonight? Because, like, I got a little extra juice. Unnamed texter said, McNeil threw the ball great, but do the 11.5 yards, average run yards versus P5 opponents alarm you? Hell yeah, it alarms yeah. you. Like, you can't run for 11 yards. Yeah, like, I understand great. they're better than you up front, but, like, 11 yards? Like, they ain't that much better. I'll be honest. Like, our offense and defensive line are probably the most concerning parts of our game. I, I like everything I'd say else. right now. Yep. The other concern 
it was pretty obvious Saturday night was you mentioned it, Parker McNeil getting a lot of balls batted down. Now, a team like Clemson is going to take advantage of that. I got to believe in the first four and a half seconds of watching film, they're like, all right, the guy's tall, he's big, he's got a good arm, but you can make a sandwich before he gets the ball out. Put your arms up. Now, most people are like, oh, it's an extra like .04 seconds. It's like, it's I get it. You can but you can get it. an arm up. Yeah, in yeah. Point four, and when he goes back, his eyes are locked in. He ain't no Patty Mahomes. Yeah. He's staring him down, which is normal. All right. Shout out to Patty and his and wife. Then, and then the wind-up happens. Now, I'm not dogging Parker. I, I love him. Okay, I do. I'm doing I'm, a great job. Really doing is. it really is doing a great job. But I thought that that was something that, I mean, Clemson is going to be at the top of the it'll the be top of the charts of who's going to who's going to do that to us, and they did it several times. It'll be interesting to see how that progresses. Like, do other teams in the remaining? Oh, nine, I think they, they, they watch the game film and say, "This that. is how you take third down out. You yeah. just put your arm up." I agree. Brett chimes in O'Neill Gas Text Line to get what you're saying. BC, even though it sounds like a little old man. Yelling at the clouds. He is. He's a little old man. I see this sure. as an NFL analogy. It's not just a rebuilding year. It's a franchise overhaul, new GM, Eric Wood, new head coach. Yeah, exactly. Columbia, new players. Okay, so That's a fair point. Yeah, it I is. And, and I think that, I, I'm like I said earlier, I think Tech fans are pretty understanding. Oh, they are. They are. I agree. And I hate I hate using this, but this is like our preseason. Like, let's... We got oh, new everything. Oh, 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 we got oh, new everything. Not conference play doesn't matter. Is that you over there, Skipper? Go ahead, take no. our first time out. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Be back right after this. You can feel it in the air. You can hear it under your feet. And when you see our trucks, winter is on the way. Be prepared with O'Neill Gas. Family owned and operated since 1952, O'Neill Gas is dependable as the products and services we offer. Propane deliveries, tank rentals, installation, and repairs, all by trained and certified professionals who make regular routes in your area. Call today find out about our delivery options. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. At BMW Motors in Arcadia, we're all bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our BMW Motors Facebook page. At BMW Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. BMW Motors in Arcadia. Calling all Bulldog football fans. Season tickets for the 2022 La Tech football season are on sale now. The schedule features Sonny Cumbie's inaugural game versus SFA, plus games against UTEP, Rice, Middle Tennessee, and UAB. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. That's 318-257-3631 or online at latechsports.com slash tickets. Uh, 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 
Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. PC, Beck Ainge, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, unnamed text or O'Neill Gas text line. Uh, also, Delphin was reported as a knee injury, but he tore his Achilles. He sure did. Yep, that's a tough one. He's hey, been here. for Abe. Going to be out for the year, 60 or senior. Probably wraps up his career, if I were guess. Well, I call I call what Deflin's got going on is the old the old BC college experience where you're just there for 7 to 10 years. He could potentially he could get a get medical a red shirt and come back. But right? Cubby talked about it today. I know. <laughs> Delphin doesn't seem too keen on that No, idea. at some point it's like, you know what, I've woken up for enough early workouts i'm probably not going to the league i'm gonna be a grandpa one day like i might just might get my life started but yeah you hate to see a season end that way uh dude's been a grinder uh and, brett also says one thing i already knew but this oh, game God, highlighted brett. griffin a bear we is go, a rock brett. star here we go hey griff can play the game a little should bit. should we retire that word in the law tech football <laughs> vernacular honestly yes yes like i'm about done with the i'm about star. done with it unless, unless you're talking energy drinks i'm out <laughs> yeah unbelievable brett. Oh, but hey give griff some credit Five hey credits. they tried that play twice that you're playing. Yeah, I love. I love the joke. Cumbie said in the press conference, "You uh, you can outrun SEC, but you can't outrun AAC." Boy, boys, we we've got a blast from the past. Oh, who we got on Is the it Robbie? We got Robbie from Salmon. Let's Salman. go. Oh, let's go, <laughs> Robbie. What you got? Hey, yeah, this Robbie from Salmon. Hey, I know the going went on. I didn't know what happened to my boys. Just skip. Well, I don't know what happened to Skip, but uh, evidently we've got a new coach in town. His name's Sonny Cumbee. Sonny Cumbee, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. But uh, I learned a few things. You know, I had to go to jail for a little while. You know, uh, I called a few gators, and then uh, they might not have been tied properly. And they, the federal agents had something to say about that. And the stuff I was transporting inside the gator hides. But, uh. You know, uh, I just want to say uh, I watched that game against Clemson, and that dude Dabo, he had a lot of things to say about Sonny Cumbie, and uh, you know, I was like, man, that's great, that's great. That dude had a lot of nice things to say. You know, I don't know if he'd have a lot of nice things to say had the scores been reversed. <laughs> you know, if the scores are reversed. You probably can't catch Dabo saying all those nice things. You don't like to lose. But I'll tell you this. You give us a couple more years under Sunday come B, then I I guarantee you Clemson ain't coming to the joke. I promise you that. <laughs> I'll tell you one too. thing. I'll tell you one thing. Sonny Dykes, and we got that, that, that match coming with Sonny Dykes at some point. He's going to be feeling a certain type of way. I promise you that. But, hey, uh, uh, the warden's coming. I got to go. I'll holler at y'all next week. Big Tech, Ah! <laughs> Always good to hear from Robbie. Oh, it's been a while, I can't man. say I'm surprised he was in the old jail, BC. I can't Missed say no I'm surprised. Change. Yeah. Missed the head coaching change. But, hey, good to hear from him. Glad he's doing better. Robbie, you ain't wrong. I'm a B. I'm, I'm a, a B. B. <laughs> might be one of his <laughs> lines of all time. Always full full of it. Just want him to flip the old score around and see Dabo get out of there. Just, <laughs> Too good. Yeah. Whew. 
All right, so we're done. I forgot what we were talking about. We're done with the word rock star. <laughs> oh, we got Texter Colin says Robbie from Chalmette. The real rock star. Now, Colin, I can get behind that. I can do. Um, all right, let's talk about this team, though. Like, you talk about the weaknesses. I, I feel like it's pretty evident. Run game, offensive line, they ain't creating a whole lot of holes. Defensive line ain't stopping a whole lot of uh, ball carriers that are toting the rock. Right. And, um, I mean, I, I think, and you say that you only have two major glaring holes, but, like, those are substantial holes as well, right? Right. And so, you know, how, how do you get some of that cleaned up? I don't know. I think that kind of goes back to the same thing, you know, you talk about some of the success that Parker McNeil's had. Uh, obviously, 311 yards. You know, you played well against SFA, or, you know, reasonably well. You played well in relief at Missouri. You talk about getting the balls batted down. He stares down receivers at times. Like, I don't think you're reinventing the wheel at quarterback and saying, hey, Parker, game four coming up, start getting through the reads. Like, it's kind of who he is at this point. And, yeah. and I feel the same way about the run game. It's like, yeah, you're going to have some more success against some defensive lines that don't necessarily have the talent that you have, or you know that Clemson or Missouri has. But at the same time, like, are you going to start toting the rock for 200 yards? Like, absolutely. No, not. but what I do have faith in, and you said this the other day, is just Cumbie's ability to make adjustments in staff. You know, like I don't feel like we're, we're you know, in I won't point, name names, Ben, but in old regimens. You felt like if it didn't work in the first drive, it ain't going to work all game, but it's not necessarily going to change. Like, you kind of got a feeling of what was happening. It's comfy. It's like, I I feel like this team's pretty good about, like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. I and agree with that. Just because you're down four touchdowns at one point doesn't mean the game's going to end with you being down by four touchdowns. Like, I, I agree with that. And, and maybe I, that's what's... Maybe that's what's keeping me afloat. Well, do you do you think at some point Sonny Cumbie's ever like, man, why are these people so happy that like I used a tight end or I used an extra, uh, you know, variety, Ben? We just needed some variety. But do you think at the same time he's like, man, this is weird. Like these guys, like they get jacked up after a touchdown. No, I think he's on Twitter looking for the next great play. Is what I think he's doing. Might be. Colin says turnovers and line play hard to be good with those things. I think the turnover issue is a major problem, and. You don't like the excuse. We can't keep using the excuse of we were playing Clemson and Missouri. Like Clemson and Missouri. Because a lot of the turnovers that you've had, like you want to tell me tip ball, well, I'll tell you the ball came out late. You know what I'm saying? Like if you play on time, like Cumbie said about the tip ball in the third quarter, he's like if the receiver gets to the second window and then we throw the football, it's, it's probably late. a touchdown. Yeah. But he threw it in the first window and it's tipped up in the air, and it's picked off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like the ball's tipped. Yeah, the ball's intercepted, but, like, why'd you make the mistake? And I think some of that is due to Parker hasn't had a ton of game snaps. So, like, that aspect can clean up the further he gets into it. But if you want to say further he gets into it, if that isn't until game seven or eight, it might be too late. Yeah, and then even in the SFA game, it's like you threw that pick early on our pretty much on our goal line. What really carried him the rest of the game was the run game. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, we really didn't, didn't get to see Parker come back and, and get comfortable and dominate. Now, he didn't make many mistakes the rest of the game. He didn't hurt yeah. us by by any means and made some big plays. Does your three games then, we mentioned you're one and two, you're probably right where you thought you were going to be. Does Is it a little bit concerning that you're going to a 
similar team in, in talent as South, South Alabama this weekend that you don't you haven't played a competitive football game yet. Like like you don't know how Parker McNeil reacts. Are you saying we had a little preseason is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a fair way to put it, but like you get into the fourth quarter one score game, hey Parker, I need 75 yards right here. Like I need a touchdown drive. Like that that concerns me a little bit as far as like you don't know what guys are going to do. Like I know Smoke Harrison going to tighten up. I know Trey Harrison going to tighten up, but like the most important position on the field, I'm not adding pressure to him. I'm just saying, like, you haven't been in that moment. You haven't been in that moment with coach and quarterback. Cumbie hasn't been a head coach with Parker McNeil trying to lead a two-minute drive to get yourself into field goal range. Right. Like, that That kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, but those were hard games to, to, to no, do No, I that. agree with that. No, I agree. I'm not, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, this is, you know, when you play three lopsided games, it's just hard to answer some of those questions. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, you could have answered. I'm just saying, like, at some point you're going to have a tight game that comes down to one possession, and either your quarterback or your defense is going to have to get a big stop on, you know, either way. And I, that's a question that, you know, is – Right. Very valid at this point as far as I don't have just a answer. ton of confidence going into it. I mean, I'm probably more confident with the defense just knowing that Tech can defend the pass because I think you look at the past couple of years and it's like, oh, Lord, like third and 17, yep, converting that at 80%. Like, like at least these D-backs, and listen, Clemson made some really impressive catches down the field, but like they were covered like a little white on rice out there. Like the Island boys were there. They were there. And I think you made some great throws late. He did. Had his name tattooed on his forearm. Didn't get it. Didn't understand. But I ain't leading Clemson to a natty either. No. Colin says, I don't care who we're playing, but can't turn the ball over three or four times a game. If we do it again and lose to South Al, it's Liddy time. Transfer portal. We have to see what he's got. Or do we not let him play so he doesn't get picked up? You talking about Liddy transferring? Yeah, listen, Liddy ain't transferring. No, I don't think. I think if he gets on the field and succeeds, he ain't going nowhere, anyways. But I think those are question marks for down the road. Um, I I think down I mean, the clear backup at this point. Yeah, Parker's earned earned the right to be where he is. Hey, and... cr- a lot of credit to Parker too, man. Like, yeah. like he's earned the job. Like he's done a. And from everything, the other part of this, the the intangible part of this, is everything we hear from the team is the team loves it. Phenomenal leader. Loves him. Like, he really – and listen, every quarterback has its faults. I hope he gets us to a bowl game. I, I really do. Like, if that meant Liddy didn't get to play at all, like, I'm fine with that. Like, I want to see Louisiana Tech have success. And kind of the – a little story that's a little off the radar, like, Louisiana Tech needs to have some success. Like, we're in a kind of a rough patch, football-wise, over the last couple of years to where – you need something positive to kind of create some momentum going forward. And so that starts this week. I mean, you're a 13-and-a-half-point underdog to South Alabama. Louisiana Tech, I believe, leads the all-time series between the two teams 2-0. Uh, yeah, a lot of matchups. Really, those came in 2017-2018. So uh be interesting to see how the Bulldogs play this week. Let's go ahead. Take our next time out. We come back from the break. Craig Stevenson, AL.com, will join us. Help us preview the South Alabama Jaguars. You listen to Bleed Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk at 97.7. 
At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go to the O'Neill Gas Hotline. We're joined by Craig Stevenson, AL.com. Craig, how we doing tonight? Oh, fabulous. How are you guys down there? Up there, I guess. <laughs> We're doing well. Uh, let, let's get into the South Alabama team. Obviously, Kane Womack uh, in his second season down in Mobile coming from Indiana where he's the defensive coordinator. Uh, team went 5-7 and seven a year ago, but off to a really strong start uh, here in 2022. What, what are some of the expectations uh, surrounding this South Alabama program in 2022? Yeah, I think that the main thing is, one, uh, the program's only been in existence since 2009. They have never finished with a winning record. Uh, they have been 6-7 and seven a couple times. They actually finished 6-6 six and six one year, did not make a bowl game. And then to get to a bowl game and win. They've been to two bowl games and uh, have never won one. So that's kind of where they're at. I think just showing incremental progress, uh, you know, and then maybe you, if things go really well, then maybe you're in contention for the Sun Belt uh, West Division Championship, which, to be honest with you, right now looks like it's kind of wide open. Louisiana, after Billy Napier left, and a lot of uh, talent went with him, uh, the West seems kind of wide open. Doesn't look like there's any one particular dominant team. So, you know, uh, they haven't played a conference game yet. Uh, Louisiana Tech is their final uh, non-conference game. If things go well in conference, then maybe they're a contender. But right now, I think it's just, have a winning record, get in a bowl game and win. I think that's where they want to be. And 
so far it looks like they're on that track. From an energy standpoint, from a buzz standpoint around this program, obviously it finished in a rough manner under Steve Campbell, but how has Kane Womack and his staff been able to flip this roster so that it can be competitive and, like you said, get to the a winning record, get to that bowl game, possibly compete uh, in the Sun Belt West Division? How has he been able to flip it so quickly? Well, I think they've done what a lot of people have done, uh, one, take advantage of veteran guys that got the extra COVID year. Uh, and, you know, Womack was here as the defensive coordinator under Joey Jones before he went to Indiana. And some of the guys that he recruited are still on this team, amazingly enough. There are a few more last year. There's still a couple around. But also using the transfer portal. I'm sure, you know, Louisiana Tech and, and, and you know, what what I consider peer programs uh, have gone out and used that same formula. You go get the guys that are at Mississippi State and Ole Miss and LSU and Arkansas that aren't happy with their playing time, and you bring those guys. Mobile has a lot of uh, you know good high school football around this area. They've been able to go out and get some guys that were are local that were at a Power Five school and were not playing maybe as much as they wanted to, and uh, get them to come back home. And you know that's kind of the formula. I think you know there's no magic formula there. I think a lot of programs are doing that, but it looks like so far a lot of the guys they brought in they have you know, quote-unquote, hit on and uh, been able to bring in some talented guys. Carter Bradley, the quarterback. Toledo transfer. Uh, James Jackson, the center. Center. He's actually a second-year guy. Mississippi State transfer. Um, James Miller, the middle linebacker, played for Womack at Indiana. Uh, Jalen Jordan, the starting uh, strong safety, is an Ole Miss guy. DJ Thomas-Jones, another Ole Miss guy at tight end. So that's kind of where they're at. Just uh, They've been able to bring in, I guess, in the last two years, about 30 uh, Division One transfers, and most of those guys have contributed. Hancock Whitney Stadium opened uh, on the campus of South Alabama back in 2020. Uh, how important was that for the program uh, to finally get out of Lad People Stadium and get something on campus, uh, you know, so that you could recruit to that as well? Yeah, for sure. And you know, on top of that, they also have a covered practice facility that they built, I guess, about a year or two ahead of the stadium. Both of those things have been really attractive. The Hancock Whitney Stadium, as you mentioned, on campus gets the student involved, the students involved. They can walk out of the fraternity and sorority houses a hundred yards and be in the stadium. So it's really helped in terms of student involvement. Um, you know, Lad was outdated across town. A lot of people just, you know, didn't feel comfortable going there. But I think it's really helped to be on campus. Also, the cachet of they played the Senior Bowl. Uh, at Lad People Stadium, they play, or excuse me, at, at Hancock Whitney, they play the bowl game that they have in Mobile is played there. So you kind of have that too. You're showcased on national television a couple of times a year, and I think that's been a big thing. Carter Bradley uh, will get the start at quarterback for the Jaguars on Saturday. Transfer from Toledo, got some experience throughout his career at Toledo, but uh, feels like he's really taken the reins. Uh, and taking a leadership role for this Jaguars offense here early on. Yeah, there's no question about that. He is a, you know, he's an interesting guy. He's the son of an NFL coach, Gus Bradley. Used to be head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is now the uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator. That's his father. So he, you know, obviously a football, not just a coach's son, but a really high level coach's son. And uh, you know, I don't really know a whole lot about his season, uh, his situation at Toledo. I know that. There was a younger guy that they brought in that kind of beat him out during the season last year. And, you know, I'm thinking that guy must be pretty good because I really like what I've seen out of Carter Bradley. The main thing that's going to stand out to him when you watch him 
he's got an incredible arm, and it's not just the guy that can throw it 60 yards down the field. He can fit the ball in tight windows. He'll throw from some weird arm angles, almost kind of underhanded, and kind of try to whip it through those passing lanes. That's part of what I've really been impressed with uh, in terms of, of his ability. Um, you know, Jake Bentley was here last year who had played at South Carolina, had played at Utah, and really was the best passing quarterback they've ever had. Uh, but he was not as mobile as Bradley. I think that's been a real difference for Bradley. He can, he's not going to get out there and run, you know, run the option or anything like that, but he can get out of trouble if he gets in trouble. How important has LaDamian Webb been to the run game? Obviously, spent some time at Florida State. You turn on that UCLA game on Saturday, and he kind of jumps out. Uh, smaller back, but really, really tough to bring down. Yeah, he's had a really interesting path. He's a uh, former Mr. Football in the state of Alabama. He went to Beauregard High School, which is a smaller school up near Auburn. He signed with Mississippi State out of high school, didn't qualify, went to junior college and was really a really good junior college back, went to Florida State, and I think was due for some playing time there, uh, or got some playing time there. I think he had a 100-yard game against North Carolina. Apparently what happened was the number one running back who they thought was going to go to the NFL ended up staying, so LaDamian left again. He went to Troy for about three weeks and didn't stay there, went back to junior college, which is a weird path. I don't think it was anything academic. I think he just wanted to go somewhere where he was comfortable and was a junior college All-American last year. And was coming here, and you know, in the spring he looked great for about 10 days, then broke his foot. Then over the summer, while he was hobbling around on a uh, uh, a uh, walking boot, he fell down the stairs and broke his hand. So until about the third week of fall camp, he wasn't in he wasn't practicing full speed. But since then, man, he's hit the ground running, and he's been really good. I mean, not only as a rusher but as a receiver. As you mentioned, he's about five seven, two oh five, low center of gravity, hard to tackle, and yeah, he he was uh, you know running all over a power five defense at UCLA. So. I think he's one of the best backs in the Sun Belt. At the receiver position, Jalen Tolbert had a, had a really good career at South Alabama. Uh, now he's with the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Wayne's been around for a while. Colin Lacey, Devin Voison, all three of those guys really trying uh, to replace that production of, of Tolbert. How has that looked so far, obviously coupled with the really good quarterback play from Carter Bradley? <clears throat> Yeah, I think Bradley has made everybody better, but Wayne was a really good number two, and I think he has the ability to be a number one. The per, the question was who was going to be the number two and the number three, and as you mentioned, Lacey is a he's a former high school running back, uh, productive guy, but not hasn't really had a ton of big plays in his career until this year. He started to come on that way. Devin Voison, whose twin brother Jaden is a starting safety for South Alabama. Um, has uh, has come on as more the possession receiver guy. And then I'm into the tight ends. D.J. Thomas-Jones has given him a really good receiving element at tight end. So I think if you're going with weapons, it goes Wayne, then probably D.J. Thomas-Jones, then probably Lacey Boyce. And those are your, that's kind of your pecking order uh, so far this year. Defensively, we know that Kane Womack likes to kind of hang his hat on that side of the ball. It looks like this Jaguar team's been really good against the run early on. They really have, um, you know, and it's the, the the swarm D. And I know people in that part of the country probably saw Ole Miss play a lot when when uh, Kane's dad Dave was the defense coordinator there, or even maybe way back when he was at Arkansas under Houston Nutt. It's a really attacking style of defense, four two five, 
Uh, so you have two true linebackers and then two guys that are almost nickel safety type guys. And then, of course, the cornerbacks and the, and the uh, safeties. So they're going to attack. They're going to try to make big plays, interceptions, sacks, force fumbles, tackles for loss. But so far this year, they've really been more of a, you know, control the opposition, get them in third and eight, you know, third and six, that sort of thing, and, and try to make big plays there. They, they haven't really, other than, you know, of course they forced the fumble on the goal line against uh, UCLA, which was a big play in that game. But in terms of just explosive defensive plays, we haven't seen a ton of that. But, yeah, they really control the running game. And, obviously, you know, Louisiana Tech doesn't run the ball very much. So I don't know how much that comes into play. We're going to see. Uh, what South Alabama's pass defense is made of this week, I think. Looking ahead to this matchup, to, or Saturday night, excuse me, 6 p.m. down in Mobile. Uh, from South Alabama's perspective, what must they do uh, to knock off the Bulldogs? Yeah, I think they've got to make limit big plays defensively, uh, you know, in the passing and get off the field as well. You don't want that air raid to just chew them up and, you know, move down the field incrementally or bust the big plays. Uh, offensively, um, you know, they want to run the ball. Um, you know, they can pass. They've, you know, statistically, they're one of the top passing teams in the country right now. I don't know how long that's going to uh, continue because they did play uh, a couple of weaker defenses early in the year. But, but yeah, I think that, that Webb is going to be a huge part of the game plan, trying to keep that losing effect offense off the field. Great stuff, Craig. We appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. If any of our listeners want to follow some of the work you do online, where can they find that at? Yeah, al.com slash USA is uh, where you can find it. I am at Craig Stevenson, C-R-E-G-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Craig Stevenson, al.com, joins us. Uh, Big matchup between... Two teams that, quite frankly, I mean, you heard Craig say they haven't had a winning year, uh, you know, since they brought their football program back in 2009. I believe they're 45 and 80 in 10 years at the Division One level. So, <clears throat> massive game for South Alabama. I think the interesting part is this: Louisiana Tech went to Clemson. I think they got back from Clemson, South Carolina, at like 4 a.m. Sunday morning. South Alabama went across the country to L.A. Long trip back home. Probably won't be a huge crowd down in Mobile. Okay. What, what? Which team can bring some juice? I mean, it sounds like it's a pretty big game for both. Uh, I mean, every game is a big game, but no, you know what I'm saying. We're going to talk about the magnitude of this game for Louisiana Tech. Coming up right after this, I want to thank Craig Hancock, a, or excuse me, Craig, Craig Stevenson, AL.com for joining us. Be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is B.J. Williamson with the Bulldogs. Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dream, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member of FDIC. 
snap of a football can only mean one thing. A cold snap's not far behind. And while the bleachers can get a bit chilly, your home doesn't have to. Now's the time to fill your propane tank with a call to O'Neill Gas. We'll keep your tanks full all season long so your family stays warm and comfortable. For a limited time, get a free pressure check with your first fill-up. So remember, when that whistle blows, we're your best defense against the cold. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans. The leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Not to brag or anything, but we really outdid ourselves this year. There's something for everybody. From new Fave 5 flavors like Cinnamon Roll Centers, Reese's Take 5, and Snickers Brownie, to returning classics like Pumpkin Pie, Berry Cherry Chip, and Oreo Hot Cocoa. That's six obsession-worthy treats, and they're only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Get us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line 888-993-7762. Craig Stevenson, AL.com, joins us in the previous segment. He had said earlier in the week that uh, the Bulldogs are terrible, but I, I decided to keep it professional. Yeah, you. I mean, you didn't we, let me ask the question. We keep it between the goalposts around here. Like we're not uh, trying to disrespect anybody. Dabo respectfully declined us last week, uh, so we're going to be do the courteous thing. You uh, know, I wonder if he'll. Not that we'd ever play them again. Do we play them again? Do they come here? I'm no. sure they do. Probably in like 2039 or something. We'll probably be dead. But yeah, <laughs> I wonder since he's got a fan. Or he's a Sonny Cumbie fan if he'll come on the radio now. Uh, Maybe we get them both in the studio. Oh, you're talking about Dabo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We do that thing where like... Oh, I already told you. Dabo, I'm going to pay him to come next Oh, time. you're paying him. Yeah. I'm sure he's interested in your Bleed Tech Blue money. Got a lot of it. Uh, Brett chimes in. Oh, no gas text line. Of course, 888-993-7762. This game, meaning it's South Alabama, is massive. The Sun Belt might be the best G5 league. Ah, Brett. 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 Three and ten last week and oh and three against CUSA. Like, shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> but Tech has repeatedly been better than the Sun Belt. Gotta keep the historical record book straight. Tech's only lost one time in program history to a Sun Belt school. What? Uh, Georgia Southern spanked us. In the bowl game? In that bowl game yep, a couple sure years did. ago. Yep. Uh Colin chimes in and says, This is a swing game for the dogs. You win this? And I can see going on a run of four or five straight dubs, getting to seven to nine wins. Lose this one. It's likely a four, maybe five win year. God, Colin. He ain't wrong, though. I mean, you look you look at this. You win this game on the road against a formidable opponent. You go into the bye week at two and two. Coming out of the bye week, you got UTEP, 
North Texas just got spanked by UNLV. You got Rice, FIU, what? Middle Tennessee, and I'm done throwing up because that's an ugly <laughs> schedule. Yeah. But you get my – like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need you, a little momentum. You kind of put it all together, you can see the dogs kind of reeling off a few Ooh, in a row. What are first four games? I mean – One of the worst non-conference schedules in history. You think? Oh, my gosh, Tommy. I was about to ask who you're blaming for that. I mean, listen, I don't – I said a couple weeks ago – You think I, coaches look at that before they take a job? They're like, what's my first five games look like? I What's my schedule look like? Cumbie, or is Cumbie like, uh, first-time head coach, I'll take it? What, Cumbie was I asked – I to shake Dabo's hand in week three. <laughs> Cumbie was asked a question about how he likes the schedule shaping up. Something to that manner shaping today in the up. press oh, conference. Nice, and it's like nice. Like, obviously, he hates the freaking schedule. Like, why in the world are you going to play Mizzou Clemson with a little SFA sprinkled in? Like, I get it. And then the reality sets in that you're part of Conference USA right after that. Yeah. Well, like, (laughs) if you're going to play Clemson, play them the first game of the year. Don't let them beat you up in week three. We did lose a center. Did we come out okay otherwise? Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, Let me ask you this. Back at that Clemson game. Tech had seven plays of twenty plus yards against that defense. Like, I mean, that's just what that Tech, was pretty impressive, though. Tech fans have been asking for it, man. Hey, right. like some explosiveness. Yeah. About that QB sneak on third and two, you kind of like that one. It was interesting. Did you hear what Cumby said about it? No, it was that the one where they lined up in goal line formation on like the forty. Yeah, so he said they lined up under center. They had seen on film that Clemson really struggles to stop quarterback sneak all game when Tech was playing an extra offensive lineman. Clemson would counter with an extra defensive lineman, and they would leave a hole over the center. So the plan was put the extra offensive lineman in the game, let them match you personnel-wise, get to the line of scrimmage quickly, snap the ball, get the first down. Obviously had some issues getting lined up instead of lining up quickly. It results in a fumble. Parker recovers it. Not so quickly. Yeah, Cummy says he should have called a timeout looking back on it. I appreciate the answer. No, I, I do appreciate the honesty. Like... Like he, Other it, coaches would say, well, we just got to execute a little better. And, yeah, you know, and he also guy. said this, too. You know, you talk about some of the struggles in the run game. I thought this was interesting, too. He said that, you know, they showed a lot of three down up front on the defensive line, whereas all year they've been showing four down. And he said he, as a play caller, didn't do enough in the run game to kind of have answers for a three down versus a four down. And I, and I respected that as well because that's part of the chess match. And, and I think... Some of that stuff is not as much of, you know, as a play caller being able to adjust as it is you're a head coach, you're a quarterback coach, you're a play caller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got too much on his plate. Well, you got a lot going on, and it's like, all right, you know, in the moment, it's like, I got this, I got this, I just got to call the play, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, they're running three down. What can we do to combat it? And yeah. I'm like, listen, Tech wasn't about to run for 120 yards against Clemson. There's no doubt about that. But. Like, it's pretty refreshing to kind of hear some of the honesty. Fred says Cumbie's just giving Tech fans what we asked for. Running the ball in football is so 1890s. True, Brett. You're not wrong. We want to see it aired out. And, you know, Parker throws a good deep ball, all right? He does throw a good deep ball. Little 6'5", 6'6", just floats it up there. It ain't getting tipped at the line. A deep ball, tell you that. Sure ain't. Hey, Tech receivers are a problem. Like, with what they've established with Griffin Abear, which is the middle, so crazy to me that we still can't establish run when we got so many weapons on the outside. Well, I think that shows to the talent they got up front, though. Like I, I think going forward, you start hitting some balls down the field, 
you back those linebackers off the football and you kind of play a little smash mouth, a little 1890s, a little go. tick bread off a little bit. But he'll enjoy move the chains, move the chains, move the chains. By the way, band's making the trip to Mobile this week. No, they normally not travel. They absolutely do not. Okay. I believe the last road trip they made was... That's ah, pretty expensive to get the band on the road. Got to feed them, put them in a hotel. Must be a little day trip for the no, band. I was going to say, probably a day trip. Probably no need to get there early. You're going to be a little tired. Trumpet's the same in Mobile as it is in Ruston. Yeah, but, you know, the importance of this game, though, like, let me ask you this, too. A lot of talk over the last, I don't know, 18, or about a year, 12 months or so. Oh, Louisiana Tech. Got to get them into the Sun Belt. Like, would you be jacked up even more if this was a conference game? Like, because I don't see it. You don't? Dave's like, would you would you be over there with your shirt off swinging around your head if this was a Sunbelt game? Because I don't think that you would. Like, it wouldn't have moved the needle for you. I'd have, I'd have a little more Maybe not year one. But conference maybe. opener. I think, it, I think it definitely plays if you're playing them over and over. Dave's is fooling us. Uh, listen, I, I think that the thing that kind of maybe amps me up a little bit more about this game is just like Colin said, like, if you win this football game, you can kind of see the path to a bunch more, you know, a bunch of wins in a row possibly, and that kind of gives you some hope. Uh, but if you don't win this football game, which uh, thirteen point dogs, that seems like a lot. PC, seems- you know what? It seems like a lot, and like I'm not saying South Alabama isn't good, but like their first two wins, like Nichols, eh. Central Michigan, like Chippewas. Mac, Mac kind of sucks. Like you know what I'm saying yeah. though. Like, like yeah, like you won the football game, but like same thing. You go on the road, you play 32-31 game at UCLA. Like, but UCLA is garbage. Well, glorified scrimmage. There's like three thousand people there. Like Troy Eggman didn't like that. Troy wasn't happy. He was probably smoking a Joe while he was saying it, smoking tweeting it. Um, but like you said, like, like. What's UCLA though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like at the they s- weren't fired up for that game, I promise you. But at the same time, like, like Tech shouldn't lose by 28 to Missouri either. But I also think, and listen, that's why you can't do comparative scores. Like you get Missouri this week versus Week One. I, I think it's a far different ball game. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you got you got Appalachian State almost losing to Troy, winning on a hail mary, but beating Texas A&M. Exactly. Like, they're just different. Now, you think Troy's going to go pound the Aggies? Probably not. They'd probably want to get in that uh <laughs> unnamed texture. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm just reading this oh, text. All right. Um SMU will not remain in a conference with North Texas. Tech to the AC AAC. Book it. We can yeah, play I, the fighting dabos every year. AAC, bro. What did you say? I said ACC, oh. but it's AAC. Uh, yeah, SMU ain't playing in a conference with North Texas. I hate to tell our fellow brethren. By the way, North Texas is absolutely terrible. What is the problem? Settle the trail? <laughs> on the hottest of seats? Seat <laughs> should be on fire. What's the deal? Now. Is that just no offense, no defense? They ain't had a quarterback since Mason. Oh, they got J.D. Head. They do. Is he third string? He is. Wow. Yeah. I mean, was like probably in line to start. He'd be on the field in the mix. There ain't no doubt. Tough fall from grace. Hate to see see it. it. Hate to see it. Let that be a lesson to all you young bucks out there thinking about transferring. 
It don't work out. Don't work out. How many people do you think that uh, South Alabama averages per game? I mean, Mobile just ain't the biggest sports town of all time, is it? It's more known for the tunnel going to the beach than it is a football program. <laughs> you ain't lying. What do you think, Taves? I mean, am I wrong? I mean, no, I'm not wrong. No, it's the tunnel. Yeah, I just tell my kids to go to sleep. Daddy <laughs> yeah, will take right. a shortcut. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's look at this real quick. See the average attendance last year. Uh, actually, their first game home opener against Nichols, they had fifteen thousand. Uh, which is probably. What? I was gonna say we can't really talk, can we? Well, it's probably slightly inflated. I was. Did say. you see what Baby Barnes said at the press conference? Though? Oh, share it with me. I didn't. He said, uh, "Kicking in an environment like that, it's not not too shabby. There's so much noise, it kind of drowns it Referencing out." Referencing Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, "But kicking at Tech, you can hear your mom yelling. That's pretty funny." That is from pretty. Baby Barnes. Well, you know Baby Barnes. He doesn't like to hear his mom griping at him. Like, son. <laughs> Kick it. <laughs> Is that what she says right, ah! right before you think? He also said that uh, old Buck Buchanan, old Noah White can't quit bragging. Oh, you know that. About the old forced fumble, fumble oh. recovery. I mean, give it, give it. Okay, you Buck know- used to play safety in high school, and go look him up. He could <laughs> drop the hammer. All right, you know Noah White and Buck Buchanan are checking their stats yeah. saying, all right, did I get credit for the and fumble I mean, forced? credit to Buck for the forced fumble, but not so much credit for the field goal. I'm pretty sure it hit the guy below the belt. Didn't get it up very high, but, hey, that's why you play to the whistle, my friends. <laughs> Dan Sharp, special teams coach, was on Inside Tech Football last night. He said that – We may need to get him on. I think he's kind of a legend. He seems I, he gets some legendary vibes from cool. him. cool. He does yeah. seem pretty cool. He said that Buck Buchanan has the strongest leg of any kicker he's been around in his no. 35 years of coaching. He said he's got to learn to control it. Yeah. Though. I think with that, great power comes great responsibility. I BC. think he means that like every time Buck kicks the ball, he tries to kick it like eighty-seven I yards. Mean, you telling me if you're a kicker, you're not trying to kick that I, thing so far? I mean, we time. saw Buck taking thirty-yard field goals at the Joe against SFA last week, and uh, he tried to kick a few over the deck. Like he's trying to boot it. You saw him hit some sixties. He did. Got plenty of leg, but he ain't no baby Barnes though. So that's two years in a row. The 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 two kicker scheme. We're like 0 for 4. You, so tried it with Caesar a few times. Basically, if it's over 50 yards, baby Barnes is riding punt. the pine. You want okay? a punt. And if it's, we're get, we gave, you want a punt. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm not saying I'm, I'm mad about it. I'm You're just, just waiting, waiting for it to hit. Okay. We're like in the, you should lie in the bet plus it. 250 range <laughs> as far as if that ball's going through the uprights or not. I think a lot of it is college kickers just ain't very good Oh, sometimes. been a tough season for college kickers. Woo! Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. If you're in the NFL, take a breath. Nobody coming for coming. your job. <laughs> they ain't coming. Let's go ahead, Taylor. Next time we come back from the break, uh, take a look at Conference USA. It was a banner week for Judy, and uh, she won't join us on the other side, but uh, we'll talk about her league. Listen to Bleed Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. 
Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At BMO Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our BMW Motors Facebook page. At BMW Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. BMW Motors in Arcadia. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Ruston Monroe, 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC, Bank H, John Traver, O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line, 888 Well, the people chimes in, if Barajas had Buck's leg, would have beaten Mississippi State and ODU last year. Touchbacks matter. Hey. Whew, flashbacks gonna get me tonight, boys. Tough. Whew. Tough. Well, the people just had to get Hey, you there. know what? That kind of supports uh Colin's point from earlier that you know, we win we win that Mississippi State game, one and two other games. Skipper's still here. Skipper's still here. We probably bowled last year. Ben's, not not at the alley at not, a at a bowling yeah, bowl yeah, game. Actually bowl game. Man. Talk about a series of events. I ain't seen. You the can't sa- draw it I, up how it plays out. Sometimes, boys. I haven't seen this. The wind leave sails faster than than they did last year. Hold on, hold on to, you you left this part out too. What? You'd be on bye week number three. I would probably be here. on bye week number three. <laughs> like, oh, you get Sonny Cumbie in here, and you've recommitted yourself I to have. tech football. I, that's good on you. Eric hey, it's Wood. beautiful. Good to on see. you. Eric Wood. Like, we got a quarterback room that you can't throw the football farther than. We know that was an issue in the past. Yep. I'm on record throwing the football further than some of the scholarship tech quarterbacks. I won't name we won't mention names. names. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a new era. Sonny, come be. <laughs> um, Colin, look, Colin says last thing he'll say. We ain't losing to South Alabama. I don't care what Greg Stevens thinks. Seems Craig. His name's but, Craig. Colin. Dogs forty one twenty seven. Hey, I agree. We ain't losing. Oh yeah. Oh whoa whoa whoa. whoa. No, we ain't losing. So a twenty eight point swing from the line for Colin to the final score. Hey, hey I Vegas has it. missed it by a mile once before this season with SFA. Had us at three point favorites. 
was a nice that's, night for BC and Pack. Oh, that was. <laughs> a nice Up night. until yesterday, my most profitable day bet. in a while. Yes. Oh, interesting. I've since eclipsed that. All right. Uh, let's look at some Conference USA scores from this past Please, weekend before we get into some matchup next week. Uh, Louisiana Tech falls 48-20. By the way, we didn't talk about Will Shipley. Doesn't look like the most likable guy in the world. I oh, sit here and watch got nothing nice to say. Let's move on. Uh, number 21, Texas, 41, UTSA 20. Always got to love seeing the Roadrunners lose. Uh, Western Kentucky blows a monumental chance for a road win at Indiana. Fall 33-30 in overtime. Uh, I believe Western Kentucky missed. Down a 41-yard field goal as hey. time expired. Uh, UNLV mentioned earlier, 58-27 over North Texas. Actually got to play that game in Allegiant Stadium, Raiders Stadium. Oh. By the way, shout-out to a meek. First interception yesterday. Yep, against my fantasy quarterback. Thanks for that. Kyler Murray. Yep. Uh, also played a career-high 74 snaps. Might be making a name All for right. himself. Let me tell you. Is that a little premature? This is. Let me tell you something. One of my. I'm a. I'm an Amik fan, but one of my favorite Raiders fans are unlike any other. I gotta truly, believe it. Truly. Next time, Amik plays a full game, please search his name on Twitter. Like y'all have to do. They. I mean, he could. He could even do something that's not. I mean, pretty normal. You know, maybe a half a step behind. They just roast him. Yeah, and we haven't searched other players' names. No, we, we haven't. that way yeah. across the board. Yeah, but I did search him after that interception, and some of the tweets— They still don't say much they, nice. No, they like they hate him, but they're so happy he made the yeah. interception. But I'm like—I mean, it's, I think every cornerback that gives up a, a reception, oh, they just roast. They yeah. bury, you know? But it is hilarious. Yeah, they roast. But he's obviously doing something right. No, yeah, you get 74 snaps, pick. Like, hey, hey. Might be that's, making names. Uh, that's himself. that's big time. Needs to get a second contract, no doubt. Uh, UAB knocks off the Sun Belt Princesses, Georgia Southern, thirty-five at twenty-one. Dwayne McBride had two hundred twenty-three yards, four touchdowns. Charlotte, one of the worst teams in America, they knock off Sun Belt opponent Georgia State, forty-two forty-one. Georgia State remains winless. Uh, Chris Reynolds returned in that one, four hundred one yards. Is he the, like the forty-year-old? Who's the one, who's the team that's got the, like the really old quarterback? It's not Charlotte. That's uh, North Texas. Really? Yeah, he sucks. Uh, Middle <laughs> Tennessee moved to two and one overall. They'll come to the Joe later this year with a forty nine six win over Tennessee State. Uh, UCF knocks off Florida Atlantic forty to fourteen. John Rice. What a lopsided games. How, how about John Rice? Twenty five of thirty six, three thirty nine in a tutty. Also had one hundred twenty one yards rushing in two tutties. Uh, t- tough afternoon for Florida Atlantic. Uh, oh, they're missing. Uh, they're missing old Kiffin. They are. Oh, hey, <laughs> Rice thirty-three, ULL twenty-one, ULLL outgained them by three hundred uh, yards. And, and Rice is one of those schools that don't even like to play football, right? No, they suck. Yeah. Now two and zero at home though two and one overall. I think they battle Houston this. What weekend. is it? ULL is missing Billy Napier. Is that what? Yeah, it? yeah they're missing him. Uh, they're missing a whole lot of things. Yeah, they also took a lot of players with them over to Florida. Is that yeah, right? they took the running back. Uh, then final score of the night in conference USA: New Mexico, the Lobos knock off UTEP twenty-seven to ten. 
Uh, UTEP turned the football over seven times in that game. It's tough to win a game when you do that. Yeah. Uh, looking, we got a bad t- Yeah, we got a good. We got a pretty good compared to old UTEP. Uh, looking ahead to this week within the conference, Friday night, 8 p.m. kickoff in El Paso. Uh, probably put your sleep, Boise State at UTEP. The snooze fest of the Boise week. State 2-1 and one this year. Uh, looks like you can get in the game for a measly $15. Uh, six o'clock Saturday night. Tech at South Alabama. You can get in for twelve bucks. Okay. Uh, Middle Tennessee. Oh, tough one. Travel to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. Uh, Miami looking to bounce back from a road loss to Texas A&M. You don't know how cheap you can get into this one. Uh, a little five, five bucks. Five dollars. Okay. Uh, Florida International travels to Western Kentucky. Uh, Western Kentucky is a thirty-one point favorite in that one. North Texas will fall to two and three overall with the loss at Memphis. Uh, UTSA get right game with Texas Southern. Uh, it's a two thirty p.m. kickoff at the in the Alamo Dome. Rice, as I mentioned earlier, will travel to Houston. Uh, Houston favored by seventeen and a half. Okay. Charlotte traveling to Beck's boy Spencer Rattler in the South Carolina Gamecocks. What a terrible experience. South Carolina is a 22-point favorite. If Spencer Rattler's your quarterback, you should never be favored oh by 22. It has not worked out for him. And, it's you know, I feel kind of bad about how I feel about it. But, man, did he think he was just something. When NIL hit. He literally thought he was God's gift to football. Oh, and boy, was he not. Oh, man. Whew. And then, finally, Florida Atlantic traveling to Purdue. Uh, the Boilermakers are favored by 19.5 in that one. Could be a rough week for Conference USA. Not going to sit here and uh, beat around <laughs> the bush. You got Purdue, South Carolina, Houston, Memphis, Miami, Boise. Could be a whole, whole bunch of losses. So, uh, don't. I'll, I'll be quiet. I don't think a whole lot of. Listeners in the audience really care about conference USA no, football. They don't. They're a lot like yourself. Yeah, yeah I don't. Um, are there any big matchups around the country this week? I think Tennessee is playing. Tennessee is uh, playing Gosh, Florida. Florida. Is that game in Gainesville? I believe that's where game day is at. Okay. Uh, we also got Chattanooga. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Uh, speaking of Clemson, they'll be on the road at Wake Forest. A little top 25 matchup. Yeah, a seven-point favorite in that game. Yeah, SMU TCU. Sonny Dykes getting a taste of his old squad traveling to SMU. Okay, better hope he wins that one. Yeah, that would be tough. I uh, know his. Should he drop that? His one. boy Robbie and Shelmet will be listening. Uh, Hook'em Horns traveling out to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Wonder if Sonny Cumbie will be watching that one. Texas Tech, uh, they got beat pretty handedly this week, didn't they? Yeah, lost twenty-seven fourteen at NC State. Ooh, see that injury in that game? Oh yes, that was pretty. Pretty rough. I saw, yeah, that was. Uh, Oregon traveling to undefeated Washington State. That's it. Oh, Arkansas and Texas A and M. Can the Aggies pick up a big? Are you an A and M guy or not? No, I mean, I really they're getting don't. buried right now. They are, I mean, but, just buried. But I don't share the same hatred for A and M. No, I mean, I've been to an A and M game. I've actually been to Midnight Yell. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, I remember. Well, it what, was, well, when was this? This was probably seventeen-year-old. Okay, so back. getting out yeah. of high school. No, just yeah, senior year or whatever. Uh, had some sisters, friends that went there, 
uh, went and we watched it. It was actually the A uh, and M Oklahoma game, so it was kind of pretty a big good deal. matchup. It was a pretty good matchup. I think maybe oh, who was the quarterback for Oklahoma that year? So that'd be I started to say Sam Bradford, but I don't think it was. Anyways, uh, yeah, I remember. Well, the only thing I remember about it is at the end of the yell, they turn off the lights and you like you kiss somebody. I've heard about that. Yeah. So I was just hoping that a college girl would be like, I need somebody to kiss, and I was just going to be there. But that didn't happen. Uh, I remember, Shocker. I remember being confused about the just like that was just, that the yell leader thing was just a totally new. Landry Jones and Sam Landry Bradford. Landry Jones and Sam Bradford, that's right. Bradford was the backup. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Landry Jones. Yeah. Reference. So, uh, but it was an incredible, I mean, they're, like, their atmosphere is incredible. It wasn't as terrible as it No, but, the, but I just, it was my, like, it was before I really, I mean, I was coming from Alaska. Like, I didn't, yeah, you didn't I didn't really know any understand. college football experiences anyways. And so, it was just cool to see that many people in one place, you know? That that video from the App State game, like, it is so cringeworthy. Like, Dude, it's bad. Oh, they 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 keep posting them too. It really kind of like, and I do remember that I was the old like, kids want to go to A and M. They ain't going. Well, the the section we sat in, I think, was a student section. Anyway, stood so, up, you stood up the whole time. And I aren't was like, there like twenty five thousand people there? Oh though? yeah, it's, it was a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But I was just that like, part of it's cool. Well, I got to stand this whole game, which you know people. We do know that all how time. you are. Yeah, you I like don't like to do that. Did you have bad knees back then? Oh, oh yeah, I was had three knee surgeries by then already. So, uh, anyways, I, I mean. Incredible tradition as a university. Of course, everybody that doesn't go there thinks they're, you know, stuck up and all that. But the yell thing, man, and what's funny about that video, that the videos they keep posting, is you can't, like, hear the audio of the the crowd, like, cheering or laughing or anything. Yeah, just so it dude. just sounds, like, <laughs> yeah. really awful and, like, nobody cares. <laughs> but it's different than that for sure. But, no, I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't love it. Right, but no I don't doubt. like things at Tech. There's some things at Tech I don't like. Uh, well, let's take. Do you want to? Do you want to talk? Let's about take it? a quick time out. We'll get into our. Uh, I guess you could call them traditions that take that yeah. you don't really appreciate. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk, ninety-seven point seven. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans. The leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Not to brag or anything, but we really outdid ourselves this year. There's something for everybody. From new Fave 5 flavors like Cinnamon Roll Centers, Reese's Take 5, and Snickers Brownie, to returning classics like Pumpkin Pie, Berry Cherry Chip, and Oreo Hot Cocoa. That's six obsession-worthy treats, and they're only at DQ. Happy tastes good. If you love the great outdoors, you'll love it even more with a custom outdoor kitchen from O'Neill Gas. We give you the power to design your outdoor kitchen with expert guidance. Just bring in a photo of your outdoor area for a custom design and cost estimate, including island framework, appliances, even cabinets. 
Visit our design gallery on North 5th Street in Monroe to get started. Stop dreaming and start living with a custom outdoor kitchen from our home to yours. O'Neill Gas. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we put a bow on it on this Tuesday night. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. All right, but you got to give me your least favorite tech traditions. I know that's something that you're very, very passionate about. Well, Ben... I just I feel like our things, traditions are too forced. Yeah, there's just and there's things. It's like we've copied some of them. Uh, they're just, some of them are just cheesy, and I'm like, we just we here comes champ. Oh, listen, and I, you know the argument I hear for that is, oh, the kids love it. I'm like, all right, do the kids pay the bills around here? Didn't think so. Okay, you ain't one. You got to get students in the in the stands, and I guarantee you the students aren't caring about here comes champ or getting excited about it. You know what everybody? Nope. You know what everybody thinks when they see champ? God, I bet that dude's hot in there. You know? Or, God, I hope he didn't come shake my hand. Yeah. Right? I mean, Champ Champ doesn't need to doesn't need to be the first one on the field. He just doesn't need to be. Sure doesn't. Uh, uh, I really hate the We Are Bulldogs oh, thing. Oh, terrible. I mean, there's been like one time I almost got chills, but, man, has Marshall just done that way before we did. And, gosh. You know what else I don't like? I used to absolutely love when we were in college and Quentin Patton would come out on the top of that hill and ring that dead gum bell. I absolutely hate it now because they introduce a player solo as the blah, blah, blah sponsor bell ringer. Yeah. And he has to run 120 yards in front of the crowd. And you can and you and can't you hear it. And then when he gets down there, you can't hear it. Put a microphone down there. I mean, if you want uh, to do it. Put that- it in the south end zone where he doesn't have to run 120 yards. Yeah. I don't like that one either. Like, I love the bell, but, now, like, you've taken away all ben, its coolness. The kick in the field goal thing, the fan kick, fantastic. You loved it. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's better than the Whataburger football throw. It's better than the Dairy Queen race. I love Berry Queen and I love Waterburger, but I got sick of that. Ben, Dairy Queen's doing something new this year. I, I love the field goal kick. Your boy wants to watch that. I know. Now, my idea for this, you get a soccer player, a girl soccer player up there, and you have her go kick, and then she stops you and has you move the ball back. And let her boot one. I don't care if she's got to practice for six days in a row before that. Give her access to the joke. The place will go bonkers. I think it'll help us get more oh, fans in the stands, though. Yes. I love it. I'm very happy with it. You that. big fan of the hashtag EverLoyalB? I mean, I don't hashtag it, so I don't care. <laughs> Sounds terrible. It's just funny because like, I don't know that we have the most loyal fan base, so it's like you're forcing it. Oh, we don't. Yeah. The thing that I don't like about tech traditions is like there's not a ton of like organicness to it. No. Like, I like, mean, move the chains. You like move the chains? Like I, I, I like, don't hate it. No, I like it better than some of the other. I things. haven't heard it anywhere else. Exactly. <laughs> or like pump it up. Like it felt like that. Like, and I know that's not very like old. It's not a tradition, quote unquote. But like, 
it felt like it originated organically. Right. And then Missouri plays it for us when we get there. Yeah. It's like, heck yeah, Missouri. Like, welcome to our home field. Yeah. But, I mean, this, that's a tough job. I'm not, it I'm is. Not no, it is. You can't just organically make up traditions. I agree. I mean, I have a tradition of taking a bye week every now and then. And it's that was organic. It is organic. There is no doubt about that. All right, let's get into Louisiana Tech on the road to close out non-conference play at South Alabama in Mobile on Saturday night, 6 p.m. kickoff from Hancock Whitney Stadium on the campus of the Jaguars. South Alabama favored by 13, over or under set at 60. Ooh. Beck Haynes. Who you got? 31-27 dogs. Taking the under. Yep. All right, so Taves will probably take 34-30. <laughs> He's going to subtract or add three to my, either side of my score. Taves, what you got? Taves will be out. Got a little wedding to go to, but, hey, we'll miss him. 23-20 dogs. Whoa! That's a Taves. low scoring, Taves. You think Scott Powers bringing the power to Birmingham? Man, if it's that low scoring, I'll, I won't be mad. But I also think that our offense is I think there's going to be some defensive touchdowns. Last time Louisiana Tech went to South Alabama in 2018, picked up a 30-26 to 26 win. <laughs> uh, I believe Jacquees Dancy and Izzy Tucker started at running back. Okay. Uh, Brett says blasphemy. The DQ race is the most entertaining Brett, thing. It could be place. if it wasn't staged as – I, that's I, the part I don't like the stage part, and you I like get it. that. Or no, don't. I don't. Yeah, I get it, but like I get it too. But like you got or put some people in there that we that we know. Yeah, let us see their head. Put Eric Wood in there, and don't stick <laughs> Champ out there with them and getting him to trip somebody. Well, it's like, like well, what would happen is one one of the one of them would take off, and the other one would be like forty yards behind in the first forty two yards, and it's like, all right, yeah, like I agree. Let me see some drama, you know? Yeah, like. Oh, I got another one for you, but go ahead. We need to no, you go ahead. Okay, I was going to uh, the shuffle. On the uh, video you, board. I'm not a huge not, fan. Don't need it. I could I could do without it. I just don't understand. Just pick the just pick the the funniest looking kid in the stands and give him a helmet. Like I, don't, I mean, you don't need a shuffle. <laughs> I, I, I'm cool with that. Like I don't take need a, a mic up there. Say Johnny, congratulations on your. Like I don't need you to go I, out there. Nobody and then believes, tell him number one. Yeah, like, nobody <laughs> believes that four year old's tracking that thing. And yes. Also, we can see you whispering in his ear. Yeah, okay. like we can, you can come up with better ideas than that. Like, Beck, should we be the marketing? We directors? should give it to us for a game. Like, I just one think game it's that difficult. Like, and I get you got to do it a lot with your corporate sponsors. There's a reason why during bas- college basketball games they do the fan half court shot because it is electric. Electric. All right, I got to make my pick. Uh, I'm going to be go out on a limb here. I think it clicks this week. Maybe I'm a little too optimistic. <laughs> Say dogs forty one, South Alabama twenty four. Kind of make a little bit of a statement Man, on you, Saturday night. You are poking the Vegas bear, my friend. I just think they kind of make a statement. Like I, I don't know, I'm a believer. I, we I, got a little good juju. We wrote some letters. Uh, yes, and I think that Sonny Cumbie's figured out what Parker McNeil does well. I think we're going to continue seeing Louisiana Tech attack the ball down the football field. I think the run game gets going a little bit better. And the and Island Boys. Boy, don't you test them Island Boys. <laughs> As you know, Carter Bradley's got those Island Boys. He got, they got their eyes on them. There ain't no doubt. It's a no-fly zone, as they like to say. It's a no-fly <laughs> zone for the Island Boys. So, been a fun show tonight. Uh, of course, you can get us on the Impact Healthcare Solutions, Louisiana Tech post-game call-in show. 
KSKZ immediately following the game. For Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor on BC, we'll see Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. California. He was out of New York, I think. And they had a five star. Oh, Lenny Cook. Probably Lenny Cook, Rob. He outplayed LeBron like at one of the five stars or something. He was right. Well, my best friend that I grew up with was one of his camp counselors, and he's in that movie telling him that, you know, that you're not going to be a good basketball player unless you're a good person because he didn't want to practice. So that was a moment to highlight that. But you guys are right on. This one. Well, look, Thank one you, thing, I don't care if we got any prodigies listening, Rob. I don't care how good you are. If you don't 